Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, February 24th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg identified creating an advanced AI voice assistant for its mixed reality products as a top priority. Meta envisions a voice assistant able to pick up contextual clues in conversations, collecting data points from facial expressions, eye movement, and hand gestures in addition to voice cues. Meta began working on a self-learning AI neural model called Karaoke to power this assistant, with portions of the technology in testing on portal smart displays. Ukraine's State Service of Special Communications and Information Protection said a number of government websites and bank sites were hit with a massive DDoS attack. The agency said this represented a continuation of DDoS attacks against Ukrainian targets that began on February 15th. According to a Cloudflare spokesperson, we've seen more DDoS activity this week than last week, but less than a month ago. Security researchers at ESET also discovered a new data wiper malware used in Ukraine, with telemetry showing it installed on hundreds of machines. These DDoS attacks came a day ahead of Russia launching a wide-ranging attack on Ukraine on the morning of February 24th. In the U.S., 3G shutdowns began with AT&T shuttering its 3G network on February 22nd. T-Mobile will follow, shutting down services on March 31st. Verizon calls it quits for 3G on December 31st. Kate Lawrence with The Next Web brought up the impacts this is having on the transport ecosystem. School bus networks across the country that use 3G to track and manage routes no longer work. CCJ Digital claims 350,000 Class 8 trucks have time management software impacted, and consumer vehicles from BMW, Toyota, and Audi, as new as 2019 models, have had some telematic services cut off. At CES last month, Intel launched its 12th-gen Alder Lake chips for its H-series lineup, and it's now rolling out Alder Lake chips in its P-series and U-series of laptops. Intel says the boosted core counts offer up to 70% better multi-thread performance than previous 11th-gen Intel and AMD hardware and beat Apple's M1 and M1 Pro chips in benchmark tests. The new chips include Intel's integrated Iris Z graphics, support for Wi-Fi 6E, Thunderbolt 4, and PCI Express 4.0. Twitch announced the Ad Incentive Program, which will pay select streamers a minimum guaranteed monthly ad revenue. Payouts will be based on the amount of ads run per hour and total hours streamed. The program would also include controls for when ads play to make timing breaks easier. Microsoft announced Twitch streaming integration returned to Xbox Dashboard for the Xbox One, Series X, and Series S consoles. Microsoft originally removed Twitch integration from Xbox One's Dashboard in 2017, although users could still stream through the Twitch app. Netflix released a new animated game called Cat Burglar, an interactive trivia title from the creators of Bandersnatch. Answering trivia question moves the story along with six possible endings, designed to take about 15 minutes each. Cat Burglar launches with support for nine languages. Cloudflare intends to acquire Area 1 security in a $162 million deal. Area 1 offers an email security product to stop phishing attacks before they get to inboxes. Cloudflare said it will add this to its existing suite of security products. Motorola announced the Edge Plus, known as the Edge 30 Pro outside of the U.S., it comes with flagship Android 2022 specs, including a 6.7-inch 1080p 144Hz OLED display and IP52 weather resistance. The phone supports a separately sold active stylus with pressure sensitivity and remote functions like Samsung's S Pen. Moto promises three years of security updates with the device. Pricing starts at $999, coming to U.S. carriers in the coming months. Oppo announced its flagship Find X5 Pro phone, 
Aside from typical 2022 Android flagship specs, it includes a 1440p 120Hz OLED display, a ceramic back, and IP68 water and dust resistance. It offers a pair of 50-megapixel sensors for its primary and ultra-wide cameras, as well as a 13-megapixel telephoto. The cameras were developed in partnership with Hasselblad and use a new in-house developed Mari Silicon X imaging NPU with claimed improvements for low-light video. Pricing and release dates are being finalized by region. In Q3, Alibaba reported it earned 16.87 yuan per share on revenue up 10% in the year to 242.58 billion yuan, that's about 30.06 billion US dollars. That missed on analyst revenue expectations and the slowest growth for the company since its 2014 US IPO. In its China e-commerce business, the company saw its customer management revenue, its biggest source of revenue, down 1% of the year to 100.09 billion yuan. Reddit launched a mobile app redesign. This adds a new Discover tab, personalized recommendations, and new community and profile menus in its navigation pane. The Discover tab will present a vertical feed of subreddit recommendations based on engagement patterns, but not demographic data. NSFW, Band, and Quarantine subreddits will not appear in Discover. With the release of Chrome 100, Google will discontinue the Chrome Light Mode feature in Android. Google introduced the feature, originally as Data Saver, in 2014. And finally, Valve released a new Steam feature to let users check if games in their library are compatible with the upcoming Steam Deck. This will include details if text will be readable on the Steam Deck's smaller screen, and if default graphics settings will run smoothly. Deck-verified games will run fine, while deck-playable titles may require tweaking in settings. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show, dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.